podcast where smart women talk about what they're watching and not watching. I'm Amanda Teuscher. And I'm Sarah Whitus. And it's been a couple weeks since we last talked, so I think today we're just going to talk about the royal wedding. Yeah, um, I haven't watched any television, in fact. Just the royal wedding over and over again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I just can't get enough of that Meghan Markle, (laughs) let me tell you. Um, I do have disclosure, so I did not watch the royal wedding, obviously. I'm shocked, Um, Amanda, shocked. But um, what I have watched a lot of is Suits. Um, We can talk (laughs) about that at another time, because we've got some good stuff to... (laughs) <laughs> no, because you know, because you know why? Because I'm going to want to talk about it at another time. Um, all right, like all right. We'll into, save suits, even suits. though Amanda, it will never be more relevant than it is. I mean, it's already past peak relevance. I know, but I the guess. thing is, like, I actually am almost embarrassed at like the like I started watching it after the royal wedding because it wasn't like I was yeah. inspired by Meghan Markle. I then another what friend were you inspired said, by. I don't know. A friend had said that they loved it because that came up in conversation, and I was like, "This was okay. Amy, obviously." Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. It was like someone else talking to me and our friend Amy, and then Amy and I both simultaneously started watching it and got very far into it. Um, <laughs> I love that you guys were both like, "Have you considered suits?" <laughs> and we're like texting yeah, each other, like, "Oh my god, there's suit drama." Anyway. Um, <laughs> I was actually watching the royal wedding with our friend Amy, and uh, every time, um, uh, you know, a Suits actor came on, there was just a lot of scream. <laughs> it's the suit from Suits. It's the suit. Yeah. He's a suit. <laughs> yes. Um, there was uh, well, other news this week. Um, I'm going to look forward to that when we get to it. Um, yeah, okay. But, yeah. I'll have a dissertation <laughs> prepared. Um, okay, good. But, you know, why don't you talk about Roseanne? Because there was some... Oh, yeah. Well, so that today, uh, we're about midway through uh, the week here. It's Wednesday night. And the big television news of the week has definitely been uh, the Roseanne saga, which was just inevitable. I mean, honestly, like, this whole... Like, how could this not be the way this ended? Right, like, Roseanne is never going to keep her mouth shut when she feels like she's the victim, like, culturally, you know? I mean, I can't imagine you've missed the drama here, but uh, of course, uh, Roseanne Barr um, the other day just like inexplicably had this like Twitter exchange. Uh, I mean, it's not inexplicably because she's a horrible racist. So that's the context, Um, you know, has this I don't even I don't really understand why they were talking about Valerie Jarrett, um, but they she was talking about Valerie Jarrett with a, you know, someone on Twitter and and just you know, made this horrifying comparison of her to an ape and then seeged into a conspiracy theory that I didn't know existed. Um, Just always, just, they've always got another one with George Soros, but um, implied that like Chelsea Clinton married George Soros secretly and he was a Nazi collaborator. Yeah. Um, so this was a, this was just a journey through Roseanne's mind, I think. Um, nice. Boy, God, you can't, you just, you really can't get enough out of George Soros. He's just like a font of never ending material to the right. I, I just can't, I don't understand it. Um, but so, you know, I mean, just horrifying immediately there calls, you know, to cancel the show, you know, why hasn't ABC, um, you know, really been more vocal kind of throughout the series every time she's like 
tweeted something disgusting. This is definitely the worst thing she said since the show's been on the air, I think. Mm-hmm. But like, so ABC cancels the show. Um, it's one of the highest rated shows on television. It could be right. the highest rated broadcast show on television i'm, I'm not really sure I, it was when it when it first started airing a few months which ago which kind of surprises um, me to be honest me too i mean i didn't think there was much I, of like a, a market for her anymore but that's that's ridiculous though like now i realize how like we talk about this a lot about like the kind of like tv bubble that we exist in where we are you know we talked about this with brooklyn 99 where we're just like how could they cancel the show literally everyone i know watches right. it but it's like well that's not most of america <laughs> and that's not how you know a lot of network television works right so like you know i'm not sitting yeah. i don't get home and turn on the television i watch Absolutely. shows in a different way so who knows i don't even do that for shows that i actually like like and voraciously consume um and yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, I'm sure that a lot of it was, you know, driven by just the recognition of, of the show and previous love for the show. But, um, you know, I mean, it, it's had a huge audience. I don't know what that says about America today. Let's not probe it too deeply. But, um, you know, I mean, I, as listeners may recall, when I when the show was, first came on, you know, I... I had like a deep love for this show uh, when it originally aired and I was like tentatively excited even though it like deeply bothered me to be like supporting Roseanne in any way and so I did watch the first few episodes of the show but then I really stopped watching it after like the third episode or so. Um, I just couldn't, you know, I was like A, there's too much else on that like actually deserves my attention and um, it, I just felt skeezy supporting her so i haven't watched beyond the second or third episode but um you know the thing that kind of got me about this is that um a everyone was just kind of immediately praising abc um and you know there was like the support for abc then there's like the immediate backlash to the support for praising ABC. I mean, ABC did come out. I will say this. I mean, say what you want about, like, I, I am also, like, a cynic here. And I'm like, yes, they canceled it. But, like, I refuse to believe that, um, you know, it was just a matter of, like, conscious. Well, no, of course not. I mean, let's be you know. real. It's a, a private company's never going to... They, they, they make those decisions based on what they think, you know, one, they can get away with financially. And two, what they mm-hmm. feel like they can't get away with financially and, like, Roseanne continuing to stay on the air could have been a real like PR problem for them. So, you know, like yeah. I, I, I'm not going to praise them because they were just, you know, looking at the bottom line. What I, what you will praise are the people that like speak up against it. That are the reason ABC realizes that they can't maintain. Support well, and I think that, you know, and a lot of the speculation here was that the, there were a lot of, um, you know, people involved with the show who my guess is behind the scenes had been threatening, you know, to maybe, maybe they have Laurie Metcalf, you know, being like, I'm deeply, you know, yeah, that could don't want to do a second season. Maybe, I mean, Wanda Sykes before the show was officially canceled, did put a, she's a producer on the show 
And she put out a statement before the official cancellation. She was like, I will not be returning. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it could be that they're the like, look, people are going to be jumping ship. Yeah. And it's just like, this is not going to, this is not going to work. But I will say I was impressed. I think the um, head of ABC, I think it's Channing Dungy, uh, was the, is, is uh, the name. And the statement from ABC was, I will say like, there was no like mincing words. It was just like, this is abhorrent and we won't, you know, so I was like, you know, it was good. I was like, that's, I respect that. Like that's, I mean, it was a like very swift denunciation regardless of like any other motivations. So I don't really know if there are episodes remaining in the season or if those are going to air or Or if they're lost to the sands of time. Lost to time. Yeah. Who knows? Who cares? So, um, Anyway, hopefully we'll like never have to talk about Roseanne again, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm, sure I'm you'll still find like, a I, way. <laughs> I'm sure I will. If I can still be talking about ER this much, I'm sure I can find a way to still talk about old episodes of Roseanne. ER There's that also you, like... you were watching on my account. <laughs> no, I wasn't. We decided. <laughs> no, we did not decide that. You definitely yeah. were. There is no way no, I could have no. predicted how you were like, <laughs> you were def- I don't care, but you were definitely, I was like, did you oh just watch God. an episode called this? And you said, I did. Like, how did you think I knew that? <laughs> I'm still convinced this is you being logged into my account. No, it I said Amanda on it. And I logged I'm you I'm an out. adult who uses my father's Hulu account. So that No, because is... when we live together, this is so unimportant for this podcast but i just need to say this when we lived together there was one time when it had logged you or i guess your dad out and i just logged in with my account oh on the apple tv right this is what i'm saying sarah the point is neither of us realized that i never was logged out so you've just been using my account and i was going crazy trying to figure out why they kept telling me to watch the next episode of er (laughs) (laughs) and it was driving me nuts and did you no I kept I kept exiting well, out saying no thank you and then mistake. they were like are you sure you just watched Amanda, this episode you should have just taken the bait that was me secretly trying to get I you had into I VR. had to make room for suits I had to make room for suits um, okay well so also now we know we can watch suits on Hulu okay good. Amazon um anyway. so this is <laughs> our um save your promo for suits for another episode okay. <laughs> Um, the thing we haven't told you yet is this is our, I wish we had a music cue for it, but this is our, yeah, but we can find one. Okay. I'm going to say this is our, and then give me a dramatic pause. Okay. This is our. assassination special <laughs> i hope we find something to fill that gap <laughs> i know if not that's gonna sound stupid um, but it is our assassination special pew 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 okay so we were gonna talk about some great shows where a lot of people are getting murdered this week By, like very um, ca- charismatic anti-heroes yeah yeah i um i guess we will start We'll start with the Americans, which is somewhat unfortunate timing because we're recording this on Wednesday, May 30th. Like an hour before the finale. (laughs) Yeah, so like everything we're saying now, it'll still make sense next week, but we may like maybe just do one more check-in next week. (laughs) Probably because I'm very nervous about the episode tonight, but... I was saying on this online that I was like considering beginning a blood pressure meds regimen in advance (laughs) of this episode because i am there's so much that they're gonna have to do yeah the problem is that none of us know what they are right 
Um, there's a lot of loose ends right now. I mean, what we have left in the penultimate episode of the Americans, um, basically the like end game protocol for Philip and Elizabeth has been like set into motion after Philip met with this idiotic priest who, um, married the two of them who is, you know, he's Russian, but he's not a spy. Um, and he tips off the FBI <laughs> basically uh he, I mean he kind of in it he, he, anyway so Philip realizes that he's kind of been inadvertently walked into a trap with the FBI by meeting with this priest and kind of is chased by some um undercover FBI agents calls calls Elizabeth from their their special secret um payphone and I love the line that sets oh, everything in That's going to go down in history, line. this line. Hi. I was hoping to make it home for dinner, but things are very topsy-turvy at the office. Yeah, things are getting all topsy-turvy at the office. Yeah. Um, oh. Is their code word. For uh, everyone, found, they're going to find us out. We have to escape. And that is yep. where we end. And this season, I tell you, what a Cleaning out the ride. house. I know, I told you. So, like, it. I think that, you know, I think that um, a lot of people had agreed, like, the, the fifth season of The Americans last year, like, kind of took a little bit of a... Which I didn't mind. Yeah, I, I think it's fine. I like the kind of slower episodes, but, but yeah. this season has been a lot, a lot of fun. I think, I, I think in a different show, you may have had, um, you know, of course, the other major thing that happened last week is, like, Stan is beginning to, like, really put together the pieces here. Which I just um, find also, like, so amazing when you think about it, that this whole show, the, the underlying tension is that they live across the street from the FBI agent that's set up so early, and they just develop this really, uh, you know, especially on Philip's part, I think, actually, primarily on Philip's part, a very real friendship with Stan, at least you think yeah. so. Sometimes it's hard to tell, which is kind of the point of the show. It's like, mm-hmm. how much is Philip actually letting Stan in? Um, well, and Philip's never had the, the you know, the ability to set up the walls, you know, that Elizabeth has. And, right. And so, you but know, But, like, the he... fact that they don't, you know, they don't, um, Stan doesn't find out until, you know, the second half, basically, or starts even suspecting it until the second half of the last season. It's kind of amazing about, like... I know. I thought we would have gotten to this point maybe by the second or third episode of the season, but I'm glad that we didn't. Right. Like, example of a show that's not quite as good. um, Suits. Yeah. They find out a secret (laughs) at the end of the first season, because, like, that's how they know... That's how most shows that are, like, of middling quality know how to propel a plot and keep interest is by keep upping its game and this show is just i refer to the americans is the good version of suits (laughs) yeah i don't Um, know if that's fair but um yeah anyway (laughs) no absolutely i mean i the writers are too smart for that i mean the other thing is that once stan starts to put together the you know like it it immediately is like you just have to there isn't a lot of time because you're going to start, I think the viewers will, he, he can't like play dumb on this. You know, it's like once he knows, right. you know, it's like just going to have to. And I love the scene where he is sharing this, um, his, his suspicions with Adderholt who, you know, I mean, obviously like this is it for Stan, right? right. Like he can, he, the, like his career 
at the FBI is over. If, 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 you know, not worse, you know, he's been friends with Russian spies for, you know, the better part of a decade. Um, and like, there is no way. So, I mean, obviously like he's not going to come, you know, to anyone with this information so easily in Adderholt is kind of, I think, I think there could be like an element of like, you're crazy, but I think he like does a good job of like, you don't know. Right. Considering it. He doesn't really have any evidence. I mean, like, he has, like, cigarette butts. And he has, like, you know, and I mean, what? but once, you know, they're waiting on these surveillance photos from the guy who'd been trailing, the guys who'd been trailing Philip, and, like, once those come in, you know, I mean, like, it's, there's one, you know, shitty uh, police drawings, you know, of, like, Philip, Philip and Elizabeth in disguise are one thing, but, like, when Stan is, like, looking at a picture of... Yeah. You know, of, of Philip in a disguise. It's going to be like, yeah, that's Philip. Right, right. <laughs> um, and, you know, I just, I like, so he's not going to come forward to this, you know, but I think, anyway, I was saying that, that scene, I just think that, like, Adderhold does a good job of, you know, like, not saying, like, you're insane, but, like, dude, what are you talking about? You know, it's, like, a very believable, like, you're stressed out. This is, you know, that's crazy talk. Like, but, I mean, but, because but he might also know too. that, like, you know, Stan was a good FBI agent, and mm-hmm. a lot of it starts with hunches or just feelings, maybe. I mean, I'm saying this as, you know... No, but Stan is a guy who kind of, right, we have seen him, like, like kind of figure out a lot of stuff from the gut. Yeah, yeah right. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, that's what other FBI agent Mulder, who's now, you know the academy or whatever but um <laughs> just a young a young spooky a young spooky wandering around in there somewhere <laughs> um yeah but yeah no i think like adderholt might be sort of considering him it. i mean we only have one episode left so like i know I it's know. entirely it's possible. wild um you brought up another great scene in our in our doc which i think is really interesting but um between Oleg and Stan, Oleg's been apprehended after he was caught. I mean, they've been kind of having their eyes on him all season. He's been in the U.S. and Stan's like, you know, they've already talked to him. Like, what are you doing here? And he's not going to give anything up. But then they catch him in the act of like doing a dead drop with Elizabeth and they bring him in. And um, they have this really, it's you such know, a great exchange. Oh, I can spend the rest of my life here. I don't know. But think about it. I have friends, family, my father, my mother, my brother who died in the war. And all of us want a better future, just like you. Peace, food to eat, all the same things. Do you think it doesn't matter who our leader is? I'm telling you, this is why I'm here. This is why I risked all of that. The interesting thing about that is that this is kind of what the show is about, but it's never been beating you over the head with this, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, this idea that this war was so stupid and we as Americans tend to think of it as, you know, us trying to get around Soviet propaganda. Um, They were the ones that were 
duped and brainwashed in all this. And you spend a lot of the, this show, like the previous seasons, thinking that, oh, Elizabeth is just more brainwashed than Philip. But, you know, the truth is that she also didn't get to learn much about what was happening internally in the Soviet Union because the U.S. media wasn't actually portraying it well, you know? So mm-hmm. she didn't know that there were, you know, possibly people that wouldn't like what Gorbachev was doing. And Mm -hmm. she didn't know any of this. It wasn't maybe on the news quite as much, or at least not in popular culture. And then, you know, with, with Oleg, he, he, you know, he's just saying, why do you think I'm doing this? I want my country to be better after Stan tells him he doesn't give a shit if Gorbachev goes, you know, it's like, well, you should care. You should care because it makes a difference. It does make a difference. (laughs) Like, it's not like we're not just bad guys. We're trying to make our country. Right. I mean, this is a country of hundreds of millions of people. And like, there's a lot at stake here for them. And like, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, it, you bring that um, up about about Elizabeth and, you know, it's true because like at the point where um, they have a discussion earlier in the season where, you know, I think I'm trying to remember which one of them brings it up. But I think Philip's bringing up his conversation to to Elizabeth with Oleg after Oleg has come to Philip, and you know, mm-hmm. with this plan to, you know, try and... Um, uh, stop this assassination of, you know, uh, of Gorbachev and, and of Nestrenko, the other guy. And, you know, he is trying to convince her that, like, this is how a lot of people feel over there. And she's like, how do you know? You know, like, you don't... When was the last time you talked to anyone in right, Russia? Right. And he's like, when was the last time you talked to anyone in Russia? Yeah. I mean, other than, you know, Claudia, they're, other than their handler, it's like, right, they have, like, no real communication with anyone who's living who's having to like live in modern day cold war russia right and you kind of just um, they see... only have what they're fed right and you, you see know? kind of like this evolution of how they approach their jobs that mostly happens toward the end you know um like obviously philip gets a little disenchanted quits you know and just to run the travel agency and finds out that actually capitalism is kind of brutal too like you know like he's gonna lose everything and he can't give henry you know what he wants and everything because there's you know nothing there to help him but then you know at the same time elizabeth starts thinking like actually no i just keep doing what they say but i don't really know why i'm doing any of this and the whole reason i did this was to make the world a better place how do mm-hmm. I know that this is actually doing that? I just have been blindly trusting that I was making the world a better place. So she decides to, you know, not kill that poor intern, who I loved, by the way, Sam Nunn's intern. Yeah. I thought that guy, I'm like, you're <laughs> a good young guy. But um, yeah, he was. I mean, I'm like, I was so worried she would loved, kill him. Absolutely. And I think it's it says a lot about what her. So like, I think the most amazing part of this season has been the breakdown of of Elizabeth certainly. Oh gosh. Like yeah. and and I think they've expertly done this. I mean, partly through the time jump at the beginning of the season where we jump a few years and we kind of see just the grind yeah. that Elizabeth continues to shoulder alone of, you know, of having sex with these, you know, like doing these like honey pots, just killing yeah. person after person. And like then with the plot line of um, the Haskards of, of um, oh yeah, you know, she's, she's sent to work undercover as a home aide for, 
um, this guy who's who's you know uh, working for the U.S. government. Yeah, negotiator on the U.S. side. You know, what can we find out from him? His wife is dying of. I don't know if they ever specify she's dying of some kind of awful something terrible cancer. where she needs morphine. But I don't know if they. Do yeah, that I mean, see, I don't know if she has lung cancer or what. Um, but she's dying, and Elizabeth is posing as her homemade. But you know, in the process, like gets to know this this woman pretty intimately and this woman is that is just this miraculous artist and she's like screaming at elizabeth all the she's time she's such a bitch that she wants to <laughs> yeah i mean she's a, like and she's a hard ass you know this whole thing with her trying to get elizabeth to she you know she doesn't have anything left all she has left is like painting right, and she like wants she's literally else to in do bed that when she's gone to do it with her yeah and like the i just thought the storyline was phenomenal of like and it just forces elizabeth it breaks her down even more like forces her exactly what the you know what Erica the, this woman is trying to get her to do is like she senses that Elizabeth you know even in this cover is just this very reserved separated from her you know this walled right. off inert person and trying to get this this person to to open up and like really feel something and and express it through you know, drawing, even though Elizabeth's like, I can't draw, but it's like, it doesn't matter. It's not about that. Like, and, and at first I was like a little bit like, "Eh." I was like, this is a little much, but I loved the way that it resolved itself. I mean, then. I feel like something the show does well is take things that could be a little bit much and then um, drawing them out at first so that when you get to the much part, it's like this payoff. (laughs) Sort of. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like they, I was thinking about that with this one flashback they did and, you know, the same, I think it was the same episode, um, where, like, she's being trained in Moscow and she's been told, you know, never to, um, let anything, don't stop when you're in the middle of a job, don't stop to do anything. And she sees this guy lying dead, like, dying in the street from a terrible accident. And she's like, well, I'm not supposed to do this. And she walks away and then she's admonished. But, like, the, the lead up before you see the part where someone's like, you don't, don't leave a comrade dying when you're in moscow you don't leave a comrade dying in the street it's just these Mm -hmm. series of little vignettes that you know are going to be intense and it's kind of prepping you for that and then when it happens you're not it's not just like this heavy-handed like lump that's been placed Mm -hmm. there and with the um erica haskard storyline it's like constantly like this woman trying to bring out elizabeth and you have this sense of like foreboding and then like you were you know about to mention when elizabeth has to kill her um and it's so it's so brutal. It's brutal. I mean, and it's she has to kill her only because, you know, they have this supply of morphine, honestly. And her, her husband, you Played know. Played by Max Medina. The, Max Medina from Gilmore Girls <laughs> fame of, like, one of uh, one of Lorelai's nicer boyfriends. Uh, top, um, definitely top. Yeah. Best one, probably, that Lorelai is such an asshole. Yeah. Breaks up with him. Um, but, you know, they have a supply of morphine. There's, there's, you know, it's all, like, above board that there will, like, come a time where, like, he's administering her, like, a, a dose of morphine that will end her life. And, like, it, he messes it up. Something happens. It doesn't work. There isn't she's enough got or a, something. She has a tolerance. There's not enough. Yeah. And, and it's just, you know, so Elizabeth, you know, and her homemade character is like, I'm going to take care of this. And... And, you know, has to kill her. I mean, like, you know, it's, I mean, this is like for the, this is what, this is actually a good thing. (laughs) Like the woman wants to die. This is what it needs. But then, let it be, let it be known that uh, Sarah is pro-euthanasia. 
I, <laughs> I'm not pro euthanasia. I'm pro um, suffocating people with their own artistic instruments. Um, as <laughs> Let Elizabeth, it be known. <laughs> yeah, just 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 as just so you know, I am only in favor of um, killing people with uh, paintbrushes. So Elizabeth <laughs> like has to suffocate her with this paintbrush. Oh, it's a brutal, brutal scene. And then I think what's interesting is yeah, then she goes from this. I mean, you know, again, like this isn't this is the only. You know, it's technically a murder because it's she is murdering her. But like this is like different from the other murders that Elizabeth commits on a daily basis. Um, And then she goes from this to that experience with the kid, with the intern. And I do think under like most circumstances, she probably would have killed that kid. I think two years before she would have. Absolutely. And like she's been through. I mean, you can see her shaking. Oh, absolutely. And like, Carrie they're Russell sitting in this car. Shakes. It's so, it's this kid is like threatening to, I mean, he's not even threat. He's like, I am going to go to someone. And I mean, like, and I was sitting there like, she can't let him walk away. I mean, he's saying he's going to go. I still was expecting to her to kill him after he got out of the car. After he got out of the car. Me too. Me too. And, you know, I love this line. I read a lot of um, Alan Sippenwall and he had a, a note about this episode where, you know, just that Elizabeth. Um, is now more vulnerable to to Philip and Erica's separate attempts to reach past the automation and remind her of her own humanity. And I think she's just in this incredibly vulnerable spot emotionally coming off of this experience with Erica and just like everything that's happening and she doesn't kill this kid. Yeah. Um, and maybe she should have, <laughs> but, you know, maybe not. I mean, it's 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 like... I, I also totally thought he wasn't going to make it out of this alive. I'm um, just so excited. What are you? What are your bit? What are you most excited um, to see resolved in, I, in the finale? I don't know if I'm excited about anything. I know about any of it. I'm like yeah. worried about the characters. Um, honestly, in my mind, the best thing that could happen that because I get very invested in characters and don't want anything bad to happen to them. And I don't even know if this would actually be good television. But the best thing that I could have personally happen is they get away. They all they escape at the same time. And there's this like chase scene where like Sam is like, got to get to the Jennings house and I'm going to prove it. And then they arrive and the house is empty and there's like no trace of them and no one knows where they've gone. And that's how the show ends. Yep. But I like that. I don't think that's going to happen what are you what's your prediction i can't prediction? believe that someone someone has to die right someone has i now to. don't believe it will be oleg because oleg's in custody i would have absolutely put oleg i thought he was season. i mean well actually there's it could still happen the show does not take prisoners literally you know that's true it could still happen i um think that oh man i don't i i kind of think that one or both of them has to die. I'm so excited to find out what fucking role Renee is playing. Yeah, do you think she works for the center or something? Or like I'm so so and we did have so in the last season we had a little bit of speculation on Philip and Elizabeth's part um about whether she was sent from the center and I'm trying to recall I think that like Philip really thought they would have tipped them off. If, if she was sent from the center, but who knows? Um, I don't know. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I think she has to be, I mean, I saw a good, um, I, I read a lot of the New York Times um, comments on their recaps and someone um, 
both brought up that she could be from the center. She could be aligned with Claudia and actually there to like stop them from escaping or Mm -hmm. something like that. Or she could help them escape. Um, I think so. The person who had speculated had thought maybe that she had always been there as a kind of backup for Philip and Elizabeth, Philip and Elizabeth, you know, even though unbeknownst to them, like if something were to happen to them, um, she could kind of pick this up. I don't, if now, if, if Stan, you know, assuming that everyone finds out that Stan has been friends with these illegals all these years, I mean, again, like I said, his career is like, there's no way that she would get the job right at the FBI if things go south for Stan. So yeah. I'm like, does she kill Stan? Like, Aww, <sighs> Stan's a good I, guy. Stan's a good guy. I, he's oh got so many great actors on this show too. I, um, I, I just, I can't, I cannot believe that a, you would bring in an actress, um, like Lori Holden. She's like a, a well-regarded actress. And, and I can't believe that you would spend, as much time as we, I mean, which is not, admittedly, it's not a ton of time that we've spent but on anything But it's enough that people are wondering. It's and to have her be like, you know. This show just wouldn't, I'm like, they wouldn't screw around with the, I just refuse to believe that it's a red herring. Um, I also saw a little bit of comments that like, whatever we do with her at this point, it's like too late because if we reveal her to be a star spy, I'm like, I do not think it's, I will, fuck, I will sop that up. I'm like, <laughs> I will totally take a last second reveal that she is a spy and I will eat it right up. I love it. Um, yeah, boy. I'm excited. I just like, I don't know why that like jumped out at me, but because I, I really also thought absolutely would have known more about that by now. I know. But, yeah. And I wonder if they're going to tell Henry. Or Henry will find. I out have somehow. to like. Wor- I have to work up enough like energy to care about Henry, even though he's gotten more screen time this season than he has probably in the last two combined. Well, I think that's um, been deliberate, right? Like, there's that call that Elizabeth makes with him when she thinks that she might not get out of that mission, and she mm-hmm. tries to connect with him, and it's just this short call, and she realizes that like she only could really connect with people that shared her mission you know absolutely like so she's she never really beca- cared yeah she cared about this Paige is like a jessica after, walter yeah yeah it's like a lucille bluth like i've never cared for joe yeah never, <laughs> i never cared for henry um, yeah exactly yeah so anyway we should um did you want to add anything else we should move on to no we should move other, on to our other, murder other murders show. yeah um killing eve ended the se- the first season ended this week and oh man I need more of it already. I know. I can't... There is just not a show I can think of that is just so deeply satisfying. Like, it's it's serious, So, but it, it has, is. like, the sense that, like, it it's as easy to uh, consume as, like, a really good comedy, but you mm-hmm. leave feeling really satisfied. Like, you just watched something, like, of high caliber or, like, serious, like, The Americans, and mm-hmm. I, like, was wondering, like, what it is about this show that makes it that... Like, the writing is good, and, you know, the cast the is good. The writing is very good. I but think I it's, think like, it's the fact that it's, breezy. Yeah, but I think it's the fact that it's these three women, and it's just the most refreshing thing ever to have three, you know, headlining actresses all, like, sparring with each other, 
continuously passing the Bechdel test. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I I would say that actually, to me, um, it's interesting you bring up the Bechdel test, because to me, the the plot line with um, Eve's husband was kind of a weak point to me in this It kind of was season. forgotten, and I'm still, like, worried that he's going to lose his, what did they call it? Um, they have, like, a very British term at one point for his penis. Lose his... his penis. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, his knob. Is that the, they call it the knob? Was it a knob? I feel like it was lost, chopped his knob or something, something like, like that. that. Anyway. Yeah. Shh chopped his knob off um yeah i actually i didn't it didn't actually even occur to me to really be worried about really him, but you're right i bet that's i bet you're right like where would how could you like i, mean, I after, thought that was why she was calling him in like a couple episodes ago like please call me nico call me back i thought they were i thought that was because they had just left she had left you know on such a down like they were well, fighting yeah, but, but, but they she, had that horrible but, fight but but that was this that, those all those calls like the desperate voicemail you see is like right after she meets with Anna and finds out what uh, Villanelle did to Anna's husband. Sure. Yeah, it's definitely. And then, you know, and if she, so, I mean, I don't think that, I don't think that we are supposed to believe that she has all, even though maybe Eve believes that she has, I don't think we as the audience are to believe that she has already done something horrible to him, but she, that's a really good point. When she gets away at the end, what's like, what's she going to go straight for? It's probably, you know, it's probably him. Yeah. Um, she escapes at the end of the episode. Yeah, it was like that whole point was like, I didn't love him as like, I didn't really get them together. Um, oh, really? I don't know. I tell you, I didn't like, I was like, what's going on? I mean, like they're and again, they're supposed to be at kind of a low point in their relationship. So like, that's where we're coming into this also. Um, but I like didn't totally, I thought he would play a bigger role, I guess, based on like the, the, um, you know, the role in the first couple episodes with like his bridge group or whatever, yeah. or whatever's going on there, poker group. Um, anyway, I'm like talking about him. I just, it's funny because you were talking about the Bechdel test and I was like, and you're I like, actually, no, like, I'm like, yeah, anytime they are talking about a man, it's stupid. Um, but you're totally right. I mean, like, just the one, two, three combo of these actresses was absolutely, like, the best ensemble on television. Absolutely. When this show's on. Um, I loved it so much. Uh, what did you think of the of the end of the last, like, how did it, how, I, how did so the I liked it. I thought it was, you? you know, there were a couple good shocks, like, when um, they're lying on the bed and you're like, no way they're, that, like, Villanelle's going to seduce uh, Eve right now. And then, like, Eve stabs her in the stomach. And I was, like, I, I was surprised that I was surprised by that. Um, hmm. And uh, I also... But, you know, something that, like, I was wondering as I was watching this episode was, like, I don't, I don't fully understand Eve anymore. Like, mm-hmm. it used to be that, like, Villanelle was just the only confusing one. And now... Carolyn is too. And then now in this episode, I was just so confused by Eve's motivations that motivations. she would do something so like, she obviously got irrational. Really hard to understand. Absolutely. As the season goes on. And, and like, I don't know if that was just the result of her obsession, just like taking over or if it was like these, right. you know, kind of like pseudo sexual feelings that she's like afraid of and confused by. Um, I agree. You've got harder and harder to read and it's 
I don't fully under know if that is intentional or not <laughs> on the writer's part. Um, I'm not totally sold that it's intentional and and the character just kind of fell apart a little bit at the end it might have been i mean i thought her destroying the champagne was such a weird thing but then there were other but even just there were moments where she was just being so like there's no way that she suddenly rapidly became this incautious of a person like when she when she's in the car with constantine and she Mm -hmm. he's like if i tell you i'll have to kill you and they like laugh hysterically which is a hilarious exchange i'm like is this just Mm -hmm. because it's funny no i loved that yeah because because i can't believe she would actually do that and then like hold him up to at gunpoint like is there anyone back home she can talk to in mi5 like (laughs) i had the you know it's funny because i had the same reaction in the uh a few episodes back when they are um when they're trying to rescue frank and the, and they're in the car with Frank and and yes. Villanelle is closing in on them, shooting at them, and, and she, she just, just won't drive the car. And I'm like, you've got three lives in this car, right. you know? Well, now like, what's her what's her uh, coworker's name? The really funny one. Oh yeah, I'm trying. I was trying to remember. She well, anyway, um, she's like, stop being a dick, Eve, which is such a right. good line because like right. that's what your reaction is to the audience. You're kind of like, oh absolutely. My God, she's I'm like, what are you doing? Jerk. Yeah, like, I would be, like, flipping my shit if I were, you know, like, I absolutely, I, I, and that was kind of the, like, how do you know she's not just gonna just murder everyone in the car? I mean, that's definitely her MO so far. So, yeah, that was kind of the beginning of my, like, what's easy? Right, and I don't deal? know if that's intentional, like you were saying, or yeah. if maybe what, what the show was lacking was, like, a few... Like, it's trying to be this cross between a BBC, like, British, very short series and an American show, because they're clearly trying to appeal to, you know, the, as they've stated, a North American a- um, audience. That's why right, they cast Sandra Oh. Yeah. Um, so it's like, are is it that they haven't quite mastered, like, how to do both? You know, like, with American series, we'll have, like you know, an entire season, like 20 episodes where we get hints of backstory, we understand motivations because of all this thing, these things that they show us about a character. And there is a thing I feel like with very short, like six episode series, like in British television, where you have to just like assume a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And this one, since it was slightly more than that, you kind of like, you felt like there should have been more. Like, should we have yeah. seen more about how like Eve is preoccupied with killing people and like the power that that brings should we have seen more of that or would that have been too much i don't know it was a tough dance between you know and then we don't really start digging into um villanelle's backstory until like the last two episodes and i felt like also um a lot was crammed in there in terms of introducing this character of anna and this whole backstory of like, you know, Villanelle had fallen in love with this woman, Anna, who was her teacher when she was a child and then and then murdered this woman's husband. You know, like I uh, it I, I was like, it felt like a lot to me again. Like we got to get in some, you know, armchair psychology kind of by the end. It just seemed like we were trying to throw in another wrench in like a 
in a show that already had a lot of plot lines going on. And so I just, that's what I, like, it was, I think it was kind of a difficult dance with the plotting and, like, trying to move all the pieces forward, but also, like, providing more depth to the storylines we already have. And I think that's the challenging thing of a short, you know, of a very short um, season as well, is, like, right, there's just a lot you want to get in here. There's a lot to mine next season, certainly. I'm really excited to see where that goes. We didn't um, even get to talk about, um, just very quickly, my favorite um, new character who I would watch her own spinoff. Irina. This show, Irina Constantine's daughter, who... Uh, He's like, she's such... so annoying. <laughs> oh my god. That scene that she's so annoying, like, I was like... I love her, but honest... she's so annoying. <laughs> he he kind of got me. He, he, he kind of says it with like a little bit of a, a, a he chokes up a little bit oh yeah at, at oh, the end no, of that scene sure and i was like oh my god he's he's really good um arena his his daughter was indeed very annoying i just loved her i loved so all of her interactions with eve yeah there was a really um, with, good with, one uh, where, with villanelle um, with villanelle and like villanelle's just kind of childish herself and there's a really good interaction where they're sitting on a bench talking about you know what it means to be bad i've decided you're a good person. Oh, really? Why is that? Because you're sad, and sad people are usually good because they feel things more. Oh, God. You're one of those profound kids. I am not sad. I have a happy face. They play off each other so well because, yeah, it's like Villanelle is totally like a 15-year-old. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. She's just a petulant... Yeah. teenager is her whole mindset um and they just you know this kid is really more mature than she right. is um i loved it i i'm like i i'm also i think that's another interesting one we left in the air you don't think constantine's dead do you i don't know i don't know either i'm hoping not i think probably not i think that if they wanted us to know he was dead they would have made that clear probably yeah i, I think like i mean so i guess too. it could they could left it open that they can kind of go either way with it on the writing next year. But yeah. um, I, I certainly hope not because I, I also very much enjoy Constantine. Um, He's funny. And, you know, what's interesting but, you know, if he is that... does die and Arena has to take over job, the job as a handler. Um, oh my I think God, can you imagine how great that would be? Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, an interesting thing is that the novels that these are based off of the codename Villanelle novels um, are written by a man named Luke. Uh, Luke Jennings, uh, which I just find I so interesting. I wonder if we would find them as, as uh, you know, I mean, a lot of these episodes, obviously. I think Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I think she only wrote the premiere and the finale. Um, and I don't think she wrote any others, but um, I think that there were a few other women writers. Um, yeah, because it's, it's really not male gazy at all. Not at all. I'd be curious to know. I kind of want to try reading the first one i think that the second one is going to come out it's definitely this is not a like uh game of thrones type no. <laughs> like Thank i think the second one that. is scheduled to come out um at some point later this year uh bef- certainly before the second season of this show airs i kind of want to read one of them before the next I- i'd be curious yeah. to c- to compare them for sure um but we well, should yeah we should move yeah, on because we we're it's our final piece of the assassination trifecta um, is a dude is a dude i will give him a fair shake but 
he's already starting at a disadvantage on that yeah. alone in terms of assassins. Um, yeah, we both watched, I don't know, did you, I don't know if you watched I the whole thing. I just I, kept, I yeah. watched Suits instead. I'm sorry. I just. And so we're talking about Barry. Oh, Barry. Uh, yes, Barry on HBO. Yeah, sorry. I, I do think I would, I, I have a feeling it gets better and I would start to like it more. I just never. I'm curious how it up. far you got. I only how got many through episodes three in? episodes, I think. Okay. Um, so, uh, I would say it turns into what strikes me about Barry. I mean, and Barry is, yeah, it's on HBO. It's about, um, the, uh, you know, trials and tribulations of a hitman from Cleveland going out to LA to, uh, do some hits on the Chechnyan mob or on, sorry, for uh, for the Chechnyan mob. Yeah. Um, and along the way discovers kind of stumbles into his hit wanders into his his acting class and then um our char- our main character played by Bill Hader Barry uh just is just taken with the idea of the acting class and decides that he wants to be an actor. I will say that it turns into almost a completely different show. Does it? <laughs> In the last third of it, okay. it okay. almost ceases. I won't say it ceases to be a comedy, but if the ratio in the first half of the season is like 70-30 comedy drama, by the last couple of episodes, we've switched to the opposite. Huh. Um, mostly drama, less comedy. And Bill Hader really knocked me out. I gotta say, I like he's a good actor. He is. I mean, and I, but I don't know that I. I don't think I had ever seen him in anything dramatic. I think that he has done a little bit of dramatic work, but I have not. Are you calling Stefan not dramatic? <laughs> Stefan, <laughs> God, I forgot about Stefan. How could I forget about Stefan? Good question. Um, I will say I think worth sticking with Barry. I quite liked it. overall um it does get pretty it gets pretty dark so i mean we like like elizabeth (laughs) um we see barry do some pretty heinous things um in in this for the sake of the fact that someone else is telling him to do them um but also begins to you know kind of find his own agency and his own worth outside of just being um, a murderous psychopath robot. Um, so kind of actually, I, I'm, I'm proud of myself. I hadn't really thought about that comparison until I just said it. But Look I think you. that he and Elizabeth actually have a lot in common. Um, so I would, I, I liked Barry a lot. I would definitely watch another season of it um, when it comes back. Right, I think maybe it's worth I'll give it another try. Got... Before, you know. Yeah, I, I think also, you know, you just can't, you got to stick with it if only for Harry, uh, Henry Winkler. Um who is a real bright spot, yeah. I think, also in this show is the... Um, I also love the Darcy idea that he, Carden. Darcy, yep, yep, Darcy Carden uh, in, in Here from the Good Place, um, who has some great lines. I wish she had more to do. I know. Um, she doesn't really ultimately, like, really have that much to do. But um, I love the idea of Henry Winkler's character as this guy who uh, is this total failed actor, but what he's good at is, like, <laughs> being an acting teacher. <laughs> so he's, like, meanwhile auditioning for just, like, man number three, you know, in, like, commercials and not even getting those roles, but, like, in the world of his 
acting studio, like he is king. Um, and these students just worship him. And, and it, I think it's really funny. Um, so yeah, I would say while, while on the murderous psychopath uh, role, give give Barry a shot. I'd be curious to see what you thought of the last couple of episodes. So All right. It's if a, you get back into it, we can revisit. That like, people are so interested in watching shows about people who murder. I don't know what that says about I society. I know. It's, you know, because it's such a... I don't, there wasn't a lot, I mean, throughout the, like, 90s and stuff, it's, like, really, there were a lot of, like, cop shows, and, like, it was about, and, like, law and order, it's, like, about the law and order, I think, has always been the, like, really... I guess so, um, but they're also, like, mob shows, right, or movies, you know? That's true, you have, like, your, your, um... You know your Sopranos kind of Sopranos. The murderous side of Law and Order. <laughs> Do you call it the Sopranos? Sopranos? I like I I've never okay I've never watched the show, so Sopranos well, neither Sopranos I, obviously <laughs> Sopranos Sopranos it's the same but like you're I think a, you're Italian the... I'm Jewish exactly <laughs> I know that was probably offensive to like sorry Italian people that I'm was sorry. not offensive. I can tell you that was not offensive. <laughs> um, but I do think, like, but the perspective of, like, the hired, like, assassin, I do think is certainly, like, a... I mean, we've always had anti-heroes. We've always had, like, sure, people who... But this, like, killing without compunction kind of for this... Um, for, like, their own sake of, of law and order. You know, this, like, outside of the law. It's um, almost like the viewers admire it. Like we admire I do. Them. <laughs> no, I'm like, I do. You're not I supposed do. to admit it. You say it seems I'm not supposed Sarah. to be identifying with the, the <laughs> villanelles of the world, but here we are. <laughs> um, anyway, well, we should probably wrap things up because we've gone a little long. We See, we're just so into murder. Um, <sighs> murder for hire. Plus we had a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. We haven't talked It had been a couple weeks. weeks, yeah. Um, uh, what What are you watching this week? Well, I was debating whether or not I care enough to watch another season of The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I don't know. I'm kind of just like, are we really doing it still? There's so much I like about it. I know. Every time there's there's another season, like, I know. I'm like, yeah, it's still on. I'm just like, I'm like, I don't want another opportunity for Tina Fey to keep, like, shooting herself. Making offensive kind of racist jokes. Yeah. It's a problem uh this season is only six episodes i feel like the other ones have been longer um so that's maybe enough i think for me to be like sure i'll watch it um i mean we just love titus right so it's like for Titus. where is the t- i'm just like where is the titus spinoff that we all like let's be real tina fey like this the titus spinoff is what everyone wants right i, I think we just need to like or him just doing Titus versions of uh, music videos. Yes, I would definitely watch all. I mean, honestly, like, if I'm, what I think about watching this, I'm like, but I don't want to miss any Titus jokes. So I'm like, I will probably do it. I don't really care. I was right. I was like trying to think about like, what, how did the other season end? I don't really remember. Um, I, I think mean, that I have Kimmy no was going into HR. I don't really remember. Um, but but yeah, like oh, six, last season six... we had. The, the Robert Durst jokes, I think, which I oh, love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, six, um, six episodes of just like 20 minutes each. That's pretty low commitment. Yeah, it's pretty low commitment. I think, and they're right, they're like 25 minutes. I um, also Pose 
debuts next week. Oh, right. Um, or possibly on Sunday, on Sunday or Monday. Um, so I am hoping that I think, yeah, I think it debuts this weekend. So um, hopefully we'll have each been able to maybe give Pose a, a try as what we've been talking about. Um, yeah, Ryan Murphy's new show. Yeah, and ago. I might finish Suits by then. So stay tuned. <laughs> I'm, you are talking about Suits next week at this point. There okay, no I will. I, you Deal. are not getting out of it. Deal. Yeah, I accept please. your settlement. Yeah. That's a legal um, term I learned from Suits. Meanwhile, my not watching of the week is Suits. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Yeah. You just don't, you don't know suits. what you're missing. Maybe I'll learn it <laughs> next week. I'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll hear all about it. I changed um, my mind on it. Yes. Okay, well, thanks for sticking with us for so long, folks. Um as we approach the hour mark. Yay. Yay. Don't, don't act like you didn't love it. You loved it. Every second of it. Um, all right. We'll see yes. you all next week. All right. Bye.